Need your carpets or upholstery cleaned fast? Whether it's a spring clean, bond clean, or just wear and tear from the pets and kids, Be Clean NQ is your premier quality carpet, upholstery, rug, and mattress cleaning service. They'll go above and beyond to guarantee the best job at the best price. And they're 100% locally owned and operated. Have a chat to the busy bees at Be Clean NQ today. Go to beeclean.com.au. Because they're not happy until you are. Well, we might just rip the Band-Aid off, Let's eh? do it. Let's do it. Let's get into it. Well, we recap the week that was. It's return serve match of the Cowboys versus the Tigers. And, well, I am the captain now, ignoring all Iceberg's warnings. This is On The Ranch. Yes, welcome back for another week. A little light on in the studio tonight, a couple of late pullouts. Uh, it's just myself here with a good friend. We'll get to her in a second, but I am Pete. You can find me on the On The Spot Facebook page, the On The Ranch page. Been lacking videos. My counterpart, Rob's, he's down in Agnes Water at the moment. You can get him on Twitter at XRBob. Morgie's out at Mount Isa. He's at Fusion Networks and every other socials. But what we do have is the return from last week's co-host, Kat Gunn. Welcome aboard. Thanks for having me again. Well, it's good to be back. Well, it'd be a boring one if you weren't here. Just Pete gibbering to himself. I was looking yeah. forward to the different voices you promised, though. Oh, well, we do actually have uh, Danny Archer in the studio. How's it? Archer. A-R-C-H-E-R. I don't think I can keep that up for yeah. 80 minutes. But- I'd like to hear him back a bit later for some comments as we go through. Perhaps. Mr. Archer. Perhaps. How's things been? How's the week of? The week has been good. What what an epic week, hey? Yep. Australia win the Ashes. Queensland win the Origin. Cowboys win. What more could you want? It's just been a great... It, the vibe of the town as well, you know, like it's... I've said this before, that it's funny that it's just a game of footy, but when the Cowboys do well... Everyone just seems to be upbeat. Absolutely. It is a huge mood lifter. Everyone gets behind them. So yeah. we support them no matter what, but everyone loves a win. And like I said, four weeks ago, everyone's kicking tyres. Even if you didn't know or follow footy, you're still feeling down. Yeah. Four weeks later, we're riding high and everyone's now looking forward to the next game. And How the tides have turned and touch wood, fingers crossed. I'm confident we can keep this role going. Absolutely we can. It just... It's uplifting. It's it's bizarre how a game of football can, you know, you, you go to work happier, you, you start engaging with your people at home better. It's a mood lifter all <laughs> around, Pete. Now, you've been doing a few things, hair pieces. Give us a chat about that. Hats, so hair pieces. I make uh, hats for the races. I enjoy making my own. It's a millinery. And I just launched my own little Instagram page. It's just in the little foundling stages yet, but you can find it on House of Gun, which will be my label name. So just make pretty shit for your head for the races. Right. Any more? Oh, there will fascinators? be... Fascinators? Yeah, the fascinators, headbands, hats, perches, halos. Have you been back at many winners lately? I have done all right. Oh, you asshole. I've had a shocker. Can't oh. pick me a nose at the moment. Hey, look at ebbs and flows, all right? Look, I've... I've Doing okay at the moment, but it's not always that way. Fair. Well, Kat is a Patreon member, so 
and also our dear close friend. This is episode 140. I better touch on that one. Rob's going to have me for that. Uh, we did have a couple other guests lined up, uh, but they have pulled out last minute. So if you would like to come on the pod, drop us a message, send us a line, feel free. You could be sitting in Studio Ranch, Pottick. If you're a Patreon member for the price of a cup of coffee, you could get that chance as well as extra content. A lot more content. We're also uh, organising a Patreon catch-up at some stage in a couple of weeks' time. So for all those listeners out there... It should be great. should be a good little... Yeah, for the Patreon. So we'll put something... We'll put something in the in the Stockman group for everyone involved. And if you want to be a part of that, I think, what is it? It's, it's three or five bucks or something to yeah, join. Yeah, up to ten. So up I'm, to ten. Yep. So if it ringers and up, also get their tipping, the smaller tipping comp. Yep. And uh, all Patreons get the early unedited episodes. It may not be quite so early this week, though. No. You may have some... We might have technical difficulties on that, only because Morgan promised me a HDMI SD card reader to upload this episode after the show, and he failed to he deliver. He didn't deliver? What? Failed to deliver. Do better, Morgan. Do better. In which we've only just found out five minutes before recording, going, ooh, how are we going to get this one out in time? Speaking of delivering, though, the postman's been. Oh, give us a rundown, Cat. This is your segment. What has the postman been up to this week? Well, on the Facebook page, uh, Sam Davis has commented, Maroons by 2,000 after seeing the dressing shed warm-ups. I love, I love that faith there. Wasn't far off, and he's wearing the on-the-ranch buff as well. I caught up with Sammy at Magic Round. Nice. And you remember that? I'm very impressed. I, I remember a few things. Okay, that's good. It's all pieces back later. <laughs> Putting that jigsaw puzzle together. And uh, James Milner has said that, Multi almost came true, didn't it, Just? Oh, so close. close. Especially if you could count Robson just putting the tr- ball down, even though it doesn't count it as a try. It would have been even closer. If Val didn't take it off Cotter for the first one, we would have had all five Queenslanders scoring. How good would have that been? Would have been shit for me because I had Robbo in it and I didn't just have the five and yeah. that was paying 800 to one. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, I like the Cowboys and Cowboys adjacent. Yeah. And, uh... In the Patreon page, uh, Carsten's doing his count. So there was some chat before we went to air about how many countries a few of us had visited. And Carsten's saying his count is 25. I'm assuming that's what he's applying and uh, talking about. Otherwise, I've got no idea. Yeah. I would imagine his count would be 25 countries. Easy. Nah, that would be too low for him. What else would 25 be about then? Well, Carsten, can you let us know? Yeah, let us know. Is that, is that your body count? Um, yeah. I don't know, because he's over in Switzerland, in Germany, like Europe. He'd, he'd do 25 in a weekend. Yeah, and he could just, there'd be more than that bordering, right? Easily. Surely. Uh, he also wants us to do a live show from Molly so that the foreigners can tune in, and the cat gun sounded better than me. Oh, <laughs> kudos to you, cat. Oh, thanks, Carsten, but I, I think you're doing yourself a disservice there, mate. <laughs> uh, everyone we've had on's been good. Yeah. Even the next bloke. <laughs> Especially the next bloke. <laughs> This is yours. This is your doing the postman. This oh, is sorry. you. All right, then. So Alistair said, great episode again with Kat able to play a musical instrument and Brett's being a bass player. Just need a couple more and we can have an on-the-ranch band. And as Rob pointed out, clearly Morgan can sing. Oh, Morgan would be definite lead singer. Now, You could market that, that mug, couldn't you? <laughs> I have thoughts on this. 
being, watching eight games in a row at Magic Round and hearing the ground announcer, I had this urge to start a band called Ruck Infringement. So I think that'd be a great name for a band. Yeah, that's got Rock legs. Infringement. That's got legs. Let's do it. And all we need is a drummer. Oh, look, I could probably play basic bongos. Bongos, yeah. And I've got a dem- I've got a djembe at home. We can play. Yeah, I'm good for the triangle. Some paint tins. It's all percussion. Sorted cowbell. We need cowbell. more cowbell. We need more cowbell. More cowbell. Uh, also, I want to shout out uh, Katie Hicks. Sorry, I. We missed this the other week. Now, you sent this back in on the 20th of June and there's been a lot of Ben Hunt uh, stigma and and thoughts and where he's going to end up and everything. Uh, she actually wrote in, Ben Hunt to the Cowboys. It actually doesn't seem as far-fetched when you realise him and Jake Granville are related through marriage. Obviously, they're not married together. Uh, if he wants to be in Queensland to be closer to family and win the Cowboys another premiership, this is the best way to go about it. The 34-year-old is married to Hunt's... The 34-year-old, I'm imagining, is, I'm reading this, is married to Hunt's older Hunt sister, Zoe. That would be Granville. Attended the same school as Hunt and Yapoon. Now celebrated Christmas together and famously played against each other in 2015 grand final. Hunt to the cows? Pass. Yeah. I, I think we've got the stock and cattle and... How spewing would you be if you're coming up in the ranks? Yep. Working your butt off... Doing everything that's being asked of you with that insight and then somebody else comes in, you know? Like, of course that's needed sometimes. Yep. I don't think for us that is needed. I think when we got Chad that we there was not really anyone coming through on the radar and now Chad's doing the job. Yep. Chad's contracted for this year and next year, depending on what happens after that. The stigma with a lot of rugby league so-called, and I air quote this, experts, there's just not enough playmakers going around. We need more halfback. Oh, if you've got to get a halfback, oh, you you got to look. How do you get to be a halfback that's if true. you've got the veterans taking up everyone's spot? Game time, yep. That's that's the only way that they're going to get there, isn't it? They need to have the time on the board. And we did have Tom Duffy on the show, and ever since that, and watching a few of his games and performances for the Blackhawks, I'm dick riding Tom Duffy. I, I think he'll be the next big thing, to be honest. He was such a good bloke to listen to. He was so eloquent and passionate about what he did. What a what a, a great asset for our team, and I hope we hold on to him with two hands. Yeah. Well, he comes from good stock as well, and I've, I've been talking with him, and I can't allude to yet. Uh, so he's hopefully he he becomes the next next thing. Jesus. Uh, so yeah, I don't think we need Benny Hunt. I reckon. You know, when you look at the likes of Cherry Evans, 34, Ben Hunt's 34, modern-day um, sports science and everything, players are playing up to 38. I mean, Steve Menzies played till he was 40, yeah. odd, even with the English Super League, but that's a specimen. Thurston, I think, called time when he was 35, yep. and sports he was one of the best. Sports science has certainly long, um, making careers much longer than they used to be. Well, James Anderson's 41 bowling pace for England, you know, and... Yes. 600 plus wickets. So, I mean, mid pace, but yeah, sure. Yeah. I get what, you, get what you mean. Yes. You look after yourself. You can play on, but at some stage, you know, you, you need players coming through. Like Sean Johnson's probably into the back end of his career. So yeah. is Cherry. So is Ben. Uh, Chad, even to an extent. Absolutely. Uh, Adam the, Reynolds the as twilight well. Twilight of their yep. career for sure. I think also some of the protections brought in with the new rules and stuff is certainly protecting players a lot more so they can play longer. Yes. Uh, Contributing also, I would imagine, and uh, but at the end of the day, we win quite well without Ben Hunt. Yes, and you know, youth, youth is you still want experience, but 
How, how in four years from now are we still talking about, oh, there's just not a halfback on the table. That's because this bloke has played four years in Q Cup yep. along with the 17 other halfbacks playing in Q Cup yep. and not getting a crack because we're still having 38-year-olds running around. Yeah, he's, he's, they're ready. They're ready for their call-up. So that's my thoughts on that. But, yeah, good good message in there, Katie. And also, yeah, send us any messages, guys. Get the postman out there. That reminds me, Carsten sent a picture that he was sending some mail to Morgan's PO box. So are you actually going to get snail mail? Hey, giddy up. Yeah, so I um, can't wait to see what's in here, what's in that envelope. Giddy up, the old telegram system. Well, we might as well get into this one. What a game it was. The review of the the, the almighty South Sydney Rabbitohs, the pride of Redfern, uh, they didn't. They didn't realise that they were coming up against the uh, the Cowboys. 31-6. What a drumming. Um, great first half too. I think first try was Talungi in the 30th minute, so that was just a good arm wrestle back and forth. Uh, and nothing doing last play going into half time. so Drinky just pots a field goal. Not too bad. Uh, tries to Valentine on the 44th and 46th minute. Uh, Lachlan Elias crossed for the bunnies, which really cruelled me because I had Cowboys to win 30-plus at 51-1. to So close. Yeah. So close. And then Kuli Kefu Finifuiaki on the 69th minute with Tommy Dead in 77. Three minutes to go. We're attacking their line. If Valentine leaps and takes that and runs it around, I'm up 500. You know what? Two minutes into that game, when I saw Walker's behaviour, I, yep. I knew we were on. He, Holy dooly, was he having a short fuse or what? Someone got under his skin. So Chad and him had a few run-ins. So I don't know if that was intentional to niggle him. I hope it was. Absolutely. Should so be. So good. So good. Yeah, When he is fiery like that, he doesn't concentrate on the football. No, he doesn't. And I, I watch a fair bit of footy. I don't pay much attention. I pay attention to a lot of the games, but it's also on. But when the Cowboys are on, I'm I'm watching. Yeah, I I've heard it a few times, and you know you do, and you and you think nothing of it until your team's playing. But Jesus Christ, the commentators must think there's only one bunny player out there for the whole time. Like, it's like hand cam without the hand cam, right? Yeah. It's just yeah. Oh, Cody Walker, he did a good inside pass there to this. Like, oh, Cody Walker did a cut out. Dude, it's just a regulation yeah. chest pass. Like, there's nothing in there. Oh, he did a sidestep. Yeah. Oh, okay. Clearly fans. So his job is that, but no one else. Just, oh, the bunnies, they've got to get back into this. Cody Walker, he's the, he's the key. The code. Fuck up. It's like they get a, a Q word and that's, you know, they have to play the game how many times they say that. Like, meow. Like, meow. Yeah, right, meow. meow. Right, meow. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so meow, meow. Cowboys, 84% completion rate. Rabbitohs, 68 Huge difference Massive in completion difference. Rate. And possession, we had 58% and Rabbitohs with 42% possession. And we touched on the drinky field goal right on half time. Valentine, four from five with the boot and also a penalty goal. Where's these stats? There we go. Yes. Possession, 58%. Yeah. Our run meters, 2,141. Their run meters, 1,777. A big difference. Which is... For that first 20 minutes, that's all the Bunnies' game plan was, just run hard. And, you know, they were our line speed. Like, they were – they were, but they didn't have any punch in attack. No, they didn't follow through. Their line speed was not great again in that first bit. And Hiku, love him, but he had some reckless plays. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But, you know, we all have those games. I said, we. <laughs> Everyone has off days in the office, I suppose. 
And there was a play there as well, Drinky. He's he was on fire and he just went straight through and I think he was about five out from the line with no one around. Even the fullback wasn't even in position. He could have just stepped, then he passed inside to a bunny player. Oh yes, I did see that. And like, oh, a little intercept there. Thirty plus was on offer. Uh, but you're right, you know, like post-contact meter, 674, a line break, 6 to 5, tackle breaks, 41, you know, we're, we're averaging 50 metres almost in in uh, metres gain per set. Uh, I'd, 13 errors to 7, the Rabbitohs had 13. And kick metres as well, which is something I always touch on, but 775 kick metres compared to the bunnies of 558, like field position. Yeah, so just dominant all over the park really, weren't we? And also choked them down, like where they where they would finish the kick. It was always in the corners, so it would take two or three tackles for Souths to bring it back out. And by then, it's they're on the thirty-five metre line with only two tackles left in the set. Yeah, like just grinding good footy. I was a bit sad to see Felty in eighteenth man though, brother Kyle. Yeah, so I don't. I don't know what's happening there. He might have a niggle, do you think? Or? Yeah, I have heard. Now, I don't know where the source is from, but that he has an ongoing trouble with the groin injury all season. So right. that would potentially explain why he's been the 18th man because, as you keep pointing out, it is not his fault. Like, the performance that he's being hammered with, it's not always his fault. No. Yeah, And I don't think he's been playing poorly enough to be dropped compared to other players on the field. Well, you, if fit, you're going to have your origin stars back up. So straight up. Yep. But he's gone from probably the best game of the season, 260-odd metres against Penrith, a try, good hard tackles, uh, carries as well. He's gone from basically a winger's man of the match performance to being dropped. So yep. I think, yeah, I like Kyle. He's a good, good mate. I reckon there is a bit of an underlining issue there. I don't think that... He would be dropped on form plus with his reputation. I reckon there is a bit of a niggle or something like that yeah, going on. And, that would explain a lot. And again, I'm not here to start rumours or anything like that. I'm not Buzz Rothfield. I'm not putting mayo on anything. No. But, yeah, I reckon there is probably a little underlining thing. And so that Valame signing halfway through the year was probably a good calculated. Yeah. Boy, isn't he doing well. Yeah. Definitely, definitely learning the ropes and fitting in very well to our team. Not only that, but... He also played centre for Raiders for a bit as well. So when Pet leaves at the end of this year, which right. sort of we discussed that before with the Ben Hunt coming up, it does suck a bit for the likes of uh, Laybutt and a few of the other the Rob Darby's as well. But yeah. you know, but the, I mean Laybutt, they're still getting run-ons, and you know their the time will come. I'm sure. I'm sure as the the you know we need the strength for when injuries pop up. Yep. Um, hopefully they get their turn. And his youth. Is youth ago is is next year looking at Laybutt centre for Hiku and Valame wing and is felt going to be more of a come and go and cover sort of position. Yeah, like a, a the new Granville. You could almost have him off the bench as a lanky second rower. Not yeah. that I think he ever wants to do that pig work, but <laughs> hey, look, stranger things have happened. They have uh, Robson going off in the sixty fifth minute. I think that's just a precautionary. He's been I named so. to play this week. Yeah, and I mean, he he'd had some run meters on him from Wednesday night for sure. So makes sense to rest those legs. Well, what by the by then it was twenty one, basically twenty one nil, twenty five, twenty five to six or so at that stage. You know, yeah, game's still technically in a balance. You only need to get a bit of a roll on, but if also he's, need to protect our stars. If he's tight, what's the point in the next set? Oh, 
coach, I've just done me hair me off the bone. I'm out for eight weeks. Yeah, exactly. I definitely uh, prefer the safe approach. An early shower, get a massage, rub the oils in, bit of tiger balm. Do some yoga the next day. Did you see in the sheds after the game uh, on one of the Cowboys socials, Todd Payton entering the sheds? I did. Wearing a... Wearing a Todd Payton shirt. Did you notice he had a giant knife in his hand <laughs> yeah. in a sheath as well? That was the cowbell and donger. Oh, okay. It wasn't a knife then. All right, fair enough. That was that shirt. Like normally Todd Payton, the image of him is a thing of dreams. He's a good looking rooster. That shirt was a thing of nightmares. Well, he's coming. I'm going, geez, he's in the stepping out gear already. Like <laughs> he's ready to he's ready to go. And then he makes Someone... a beeline to Val and Ruben. So I don't know if it was those two that... Yeah. Stitched him up with it. But. Yep. Maybe that was the deal. You guys win. I'll wear this ridiculous shirt. Yep. It's well all played. Peyton heads all over it. It was quite, brilliant. Quite the laugh. Definitely recommend going have a look at the footage on the Cowboys socials because it is cracking. Absolutely, it was. I just, you know, that was. I don't know if you're ever going to get a perfect game, but time in possession, thirty-two minutes, like that's. To, to South Sydney, 23. So what's that? 50. If you said 56 minutes of ball time and we had 32 of that. Dominant. Dominant. That's great. Like, unless if you complete at 100%, you make no tackles, you score a try. Uh, so no missed tackles, you score a try off every set. But as you've pointed yeah, out, if you're, tackle, if you're you making it. You keep the scoreline to nil, sorry. And then, yeah, that might be the best closest thing you get to a perfect game. It's not going to happen though, right? Nah. Like if you're, if you're not missing tackles, you're not making enough attempts. That's right. As a whole team. Yeah. yeah. So Dominant. Definitely. Who, how did your points fall with your players? Ah, well, yeah, let's get into that. I had, look, I had him at the 50th minute mark, but I think everyone's gone the same here, but Drinky for three. I think that's just a, a no-brainer. We all saw what he did. He's the gunslinger for a reason. He's ready to pull the trigger at a moment's notice. Uh, I don't think... I think the fair and right thing for New South Wales to do is keep Tedesco at fullback for this game, mm-hmm. uh, and you know repay the. He's been a good player. Like as much as I don't like him or anything, I don't hate him. He's yeah, probably but he's really a Blues nice player, player and, he, and he plays for your favourite team. But he's this. the Australian captain. He's the Blues captain. Like he deserves to go out on his own term. But next year, unlike in previous years, I don't think anyone has a mortgage on those Origin jerseys. Agreed. Maybe Tedesco's maybe, got to be getting on right. I don't know. I don't know how old he is. Maybe Toto was pro- had probably been their best. Maybe he had, is a walk-up start for Origin next year. Yeah. Maybe Cam Murray, but there wouldn't be too many after that. So you reckon Drinky then, hey? Well, I'm not. I don't know if Drinky will be. I'd if they need flair and attack. He needs to be considered. That's can, for sure. He can organise a defensive line, uh, but I don't think it's just your standard Blues. Probably had. I don't know. Ten weeks ago, they probably had 14 of the 17 guys picked regardless where. I don't think it's going to be like that next year. So Agreed. I think competition for that fullback role and drinking is definitely in line for mine. I had Nanai for two points. Uh, I know there's other players out there and Val had a game and, and so did Robbo and a lot of others. But I Nanai did a suspended. Before that, he wasn't really doing much. He wasn't looking for work. We've all discussed it. His kick chases, all that. Didn't really roll the sleeves up. Gets the call from Bill and says, focus on this and that. He plays 53 minutes against, I think, the Storm or whoever it was, mm-hmm. and then plays Origin. And since then, in Origin, he's gone for a new level. Like, first touch, he made a line break, beat three, and 
got through. He's making line breaks again, but he's not just sitting out there on the fringes waiting for a chip kick and make 30 run metres and that's it. Like Agreed. Someone, the, the switch has been flicked. Yes. Uh, so I, I had Nanai for two. I think he did a lot of crucial carries out of our out of our end and put his hand up for it. And one, I had Muzz to Lung. Nice. Um, great try in that first to open it up. Like he was running with ball in right hand, switched it over, got it in, uh, tap on for what Val. The, the Harbour Bridge try. The Harbour like Bridge the, try. As the commentators like to repeat over and over again. It was I think that's nice. just a, a nice niche cliche word. It's beautiful, isn't it? isn't it? Painting pictures with your words. Uh, yes, three, two, one for drinky nanite muzz. How'd we go here, Kat? What have you got? I agree with you on drink order. I gave him three points, just cracking. Uh, two points to Val Holmes. Yeah. What a game. What a game. He was unlucky for me to miss out. Like I you could have had half the team in there. Well, as as you boys say consistently, when we play well, it's so hard to miss out, to figure out who misses out on those points. Uh, so then one point I went to Nanai as well. Yep. So oh, I also have in here a bonus point to Todd's shirt. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Can we get a, a fourth column made up, Morgs? Yeah. Toddy's. That should become a thing. After wins, the coach has to come out in some ridiculous looking shirt. Agreed. That would be oh that shirt needs to have more than one appearance though. It oh, was outstanding. Absolutely. It doesn't need to replace that just yet. And you know what? He's obviously it's an in house joke and everyone's playing off it. it. it's good. The vibe it looked like such a good atmosphere in those sheds. I mean I know they won, but still the they looked so friendly with each other. It was really good to see that footage. I like it. Chalk and cheese from what, five weeks ago, we are sitting about 16th on the ladder. Kicking stones. Kicking stones. Yeah. The Tigers just beat us by 60-odd, maybe a bit early, a bit before, before that. But I thought we agreed we weren't talking about that anymore. Well, they're playing this week. Uh, and everyone just seems so disjointed. Throw in a bye, a couple of origin games, a few wins, some tough wins as well. Like I know Penrith were depleted last week, but so were we. Mm-hmm. But to get a winning culture... Look at South. Like they've they were sitting second five weeks ago. They've lost four out of five, and now they're sitting eighth. How the mighty have fallen! Mm. I really think that our players pick up from being around the Origin camp. The energy that they come back with, even when they've played eighty already in that week, it's there's pros and cons to having the Origin mid season. Mm-hmm. Injuries obviously bad. Players out for some, but I think that injection of energy and uh, drills, different mentorship, I think that really helps clubs as well. So I think that's a pro for keeping Origin, you know, mid-season. Absolutely. You know, people crap on about it going, oh, you're missing out on club footy because we wanted to watch the best play the best. Like, that would have been pretty cool having all of Penrith playing all of us the other week. But for sure, at the same time, people go, oh, it detracts from the game. Well, no, because if the players are in Origin, they're usually playing from the top 10, top 12 teams, so to speak. Yep. So coming into finals, you're going to have all the best on show anyway. That's right. And you could not get a closer game than the Cowboys-Penrith game. Yeah. Particularly the second half onwards, but that was a close contest. So Well, they stayed in the got, fight. We got bang for buck, even without the stars. Yep. They stayed in the fight. Look at Knights. They were coming up and depleted, and they didn't fire a shot. That's right. Um you know, even everyone was saying after the 50th minute in that game, uh, 22-12 or whatever, 
yeah, Penrith are probably just going to ice this one, but we roll up and we again, did not yeah, yeah, did not give up. Absolutely. You're playing on that. You play into that for this week, then you get a buy, then you got Manly the following. Like you build momentum, and all of a sudden you forget those. We're knocking on the door of the top eight. You forget round six to thirteen, and That's here right. we are again. Uh, Rob, he had drink water for three, Val for two, and Robbo for one. No explanations there. And Morgs, he had drink for three, Val for two, and the Sugar Glider Muzz for one. Shout out for his try line D. Yeah. Defense was good. Tell you what, he could be in line. Like the Wally Lewis medal, I think it's probably down to three with Cotter, Carrigan, and Collins. You reckon? I reckon. You don't reckon there's any blues oh, in there? No. No, I don't. I don't see a world where any Blues player. So you don't get points for standing over DCE no. when you've done Sur- nothing. Surprisingly, that. Oh, what surprising! Why? I th- I actually just fucking jump back to Origin. Yeah, no, let's let's get into it. Yeah. Origin talk, it is. Walsh with his headbutt at the end. I think we should do a GoFundMe to pay his fine because I think everybody wanted to headbutt Luai, and I'm a bit jealous that he got to do it. Well, not only that, but. Walsh's hands are sort of pinned back. He yep. gets hit over the top by Ado Carr. Yeah. You're telling me you're going to stand there and just cop that with your hands held oh. back. And and then, like, and so he, I don't think he actually makes an, look, he probably makes an intentional headbutt, but it's not vicious. Like, he actually more ducks his head to, which is a fighter's stance where, right, oh, let's put the chin on the chest right. to, to, to cover okay. in. And then you see Luai proper give the Liverpool kiss. Like, what Luai did is the headbutt. Yeah. Walsh is making an aversive action. And when you're close to close. Yeah. What a way to end it, hey? People though? crap on and go, Pizzle, it was a fucking headbutt, mate. Like, I'm going to take your word for it that it's the fighter stance. So I know no better. So I'm going to go with that. Bite down on the mouth guard, tuck your chin to your chest. Makes that sense. Way. Protect your. And then that way you can have your shoulder protecting you. Right. That makes perfect sense. It's absolutely what he was doing. He shouldn't Definitely. have had a fine. Definitely. But what a what a game. Like you know, I just touched on them, but I would not be surprised Muzz Talungi sixty seven to one to win it. Okay. If he has a good game, like because he saved four tries already. Yeah. He like that, goal yeah, line D like So good. Tedesco scores that try in game one, New South Wales probably win it, in all honesty. Okay. Yep. Well they would have been up by eight with ten to go and a Queenslander in the bin. But we never say die. We don't. That, the defence in that game too was so good from Queensland. I was so impressed with it. They just nullified any bit of attack. It was glorious to watch. Even Val, he'd, he'd shoot out a few times. May not make the tackle, but at least make a hit to slow down or then put the attacking player into a different mindset. And yep. they'd cough the ball up. But no one, oh shit, I haven't made that. But he's got trust from the inside men to sweep around and cover him. Oh, and how good to wrap the series up in Brisbane. Now, this is something as well. 2014, we lost the first game in Suncorp, right. and then game two was in New South Wales. Mm-hmm. All week long and everything, the Southern Media, Paul Gallon, a few of the other players were crapping on about, oh, if we win the game here, we should be able to lift the shield in front of our home fans because, you know, they deserve it. They've aided all this time and blah, blah, blah. And even then, you know, he kept on crapping on. I think it's a bit dis- it's a bit unfair. Like, if we wrap up the series... Our fans should be able to see us have the shield and yep. this and that. Mm-hmm. Not one murmur was said about it for us for this game. Oh, they're but very good at keeping quiet when it doesn't mm, suit them, aren't when they? When it doesn't suit that narrative, and yeah. rightfully so. Like, it's it's at the end of the series. Like, yeah. 
Regardless. Otherwise, there really is like it makes the third game almost pointless if there's nothing at the end of it. That's right. Yeah, absolutely. And your multi was so close to coming off, Pete. Oh, close. All the Cowboys and Cowboys adjacent players. Yeah, we needed. What do we need? We need Cotter, Val, Nanai, Talangi, Hammer, Robbo. and Robbo. And if Val doesn't steal it off Cotter for that first try, we would have had all five Queenslanders. Oh, that would have been a beautiful thing. That would have been. Would have Cherry been something. On the top. Would have been something. Now, also on Origin, the women's they played it. Did you go to that game? I didn't get to it. No. It sounds all, like it was a great crowd. I had all great intentions, and then yeah. This is it. Oh, no, let's just stay in. So New South Wales won, is that right? But we had more points on aggregate, so we take the Correct. trophy. That that must feel a bit weird, hey, to lose a game and then lift the trophy, and then vice versa. Oh, it would be no different for us in Game 3 in Sydney. If it's 2-1, you lose the game, but you're still lifting the True. trophy. True, And this wasn't a rule that they bought in at the 11th hour. Oh, everyone, of course, of everyone course. Yeah, it. going into it, you knew, absolutely, I agreed. But but with that, like everyone's now saying, oh, it should have always been a best of three and this and that. That's fine, but you got to remember it's the women's league. Like prior to last Thursday night, the highest amount of attendance to a women's origin was 13,000, which was game one That's in right. Sydney. Yeah. Prior to that, they're flat out getting into double digits. That's right. You've got to work towards You've, it. They're coming in leaps and bounds, absolutely, but you can't just flick that switch. No, and even the men's origin, it was a single standalone for games one, uh, 1980 and 1981. Yeah. It only become a best of three in 82. There you go. Uh, now, I know the ladies have been playing a bit longer, but again, the the viewership, the sponsors, the eyes on TV, I think that was the highest rating one. I think there's about 1.8 million that's, viewers. That's great. So you can't just... Build a three day, a three game product at the start. You've got to build up to it, and now after this this series, mm-hmm. it's a no brainer. Make it happen for a third. Yeah, I'm actually going to be a strong advocate here for, and I know Ruan Sims said it on the Sunday Footy Show, but Townsville has to be the stadium for when it's played in Queensland. That would be great. It, so- you had eighteen thousand, you know, SunCorp uh, and all those other places. They've they've had Origin. They, they get it all the time. Queen, uh, Townsville, we've had one origin game only because of COVID. That's right. Make the ladies Queensland team, obviously Queensland, but make Townsville the home ground. Make that the new cauldron. That sounds like a great idea. And people come from miles for it, right? Well, 18,000 people, you know. Like, so good. And it will only grow bigger because Townsville doesn't get any origin games. Now, regardless if it's women's or not, it's still an origin game. you still got great stars on show. Absolutely. And it's still a great spectacle. So instead of just giving it to the capitals of Brisbane, would you rather see an 18,000 or 20,000 stadium in Townsville or would you rather see eighteen to 20,000 at Suncorp and having 30,000 vacant seats there? That's right. The stadium, is the capacity, is, I think, it makes a big difference. Perfect for it. And as the league, the women's league grows, the skills you know, get better, there's more people to pick from, the exposure grows, so the, the desire for that is there and the market for it will improve. I think there's big things to come and I can't wait to see the Cowboys women's team. Well, the the game one was a little clunky here and there, but you've got to remember, none of these players have even played in the NRLW yet. They're all That's just right. in it's pre-season. Off season. Yeah. Yeah, no, like, you imagine if the men's origin was played in February? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> like, That's right. 
Um, so I'm, I reckon Townsville's got to be the make that the new home base. And where would be the New South Wales one? Do you think? Uh, like Newcastle? Yeah, I'm thinking McDonald Jones. Yeah. I don't think I don't know if you'd go Canberra, Combank. Well, Canberra's not New South Wales, no. so you, that would. I think it needs to be a New South Wales and a Queensland. Well, I think like, Combank's a good stadium from what all reports, but they play a lot of shit there. Yeah, move it like Newcastle's only an hour out of Sydney. But it's regional. Yeah, I think that would be good. Like I reckon, if you made that there, like give it back to the toilers and the workers. Absolutely. Yeah, and that's a great idea. Instead of having a, instead of having it in this massive stadium, like build on it. And I think that the standalone system works. I don't think you need to curtain raise the women's to the men. I think it's a big enough product. Standalone, absolutely. And it works perfectly for a Wednesday night Origin into the women's Thursday night, which then gives the men's rounds on the. From, from the Friday to the Sunday anyway. Yeah, so Absolutely. But, yes, please make it happen, guys. Best of three and Townsville to be the, the, the Queensland host. Yeah, that would be great. Big weekend coming up for the Cowboys, this one. Yes. Got some demons to slay. Yeah, well, it's the, it's the redemption round, isn't it? It is. Saturday, 1st of July, pinching the punch for the first of the month, round 18. 5.30 p.m. I don't know. What do you reckon? 28 degrees. I reckon. Uh, 81% humidity. 81. The Tigers paying a whopping $4.60. to The Cowboys $1.20. That's on sports bet. Don't take notice of any of the bookies. That's just some gibberish opinion. The outs, or the in, sorry, for the cows. Jack Jeske, Tamalolo, McIntyre and Leibart are in. As two for the Tigers, Atasi James, Dane Laurie. Justin Matamanu, Matamua, sorry, and Stefano Yutukuapanu. From the Cowboys, it's an unchanged lineup this week. So at fullback, Drinky. Valame plays number two. It's Valentine's Day in the center with Pet Hiku on the other side. Maz Talung, the sugar glider, locks on the sting. You got Tommy D and Chatty T playing sixes and sevens. Geordie Mack in the prop, along with Robbo and Dolph Lundgren, the prop. Cohen Hess at number 10. Uh, Luciano and Jeremiah retain their second row spots and Cotter locks the scrum. On the bench, you've got Jake Granville, the Red Dragon, JTB, who's been a revelation this year. He's playing outstanding football. And Kuli Kefu, Finiu Fuiaki, is the 17th with our reserves. The Hulk in 18th, Felty on the 19, McIntyre, Jeske and Laybutt round out 20 to 22. What a team. What a side. What a side. I was uh, watching uh, Peyton today. He said that Tamalola will be given every chance to play. He's just got to tick a few things off. It was a minor hamstring, was it? Yeah, minor hammy. I suppose he'd come off a big rest, hadn't he? Yeah. And not not, not one game in the NRL is a guarantee. And you want your best out there. I would go on the precautionary side with a bye next week to maybe rest him. We've proven that we've got the cattle there that can cover him. Yeah. Is it worth just an extra week, which is actually a fortnight on the sides? Or if he's good to go, get game meters into his legs now? Yeah, I guess that's the that's the question, isn't it? So lucky they've got the professionals there to make that decision. I'm glad it's not me. Absolutely. Uh, the Tigers lineup: Jareem, uh, Jareem Buller at fullback. David Nofaluma, he's been a bit of a journeyman. He's been around a fair bit now on the sting. Brent Nade and Stafford Toa at the wing three quarters. Junior Tupo on the other sting. Dane Laurie is 
playing 5-8. Who's he in for? And Brendan Wakeham, he might be in for Brooks. Is the 6 and 7. Stefano Yutoko Amanu, Jake Simpkin and David Clemmer up front. Isaiah Papali'i, Sean Bloor had the second rowers with John Bateman locking the scrum. Talon De Silva, Fanu uh, Pole, Alex Twole, the try scoring machine. <laughs> Let's hope he doesn't get one this week. Yeah. And Asu Kapawa is your 17th with the reserves. Alex Seafarth, Will Smith, Tommy Talao, he's manly bound next year. Justin Matamoa and Atasi James are your reserves. So no Luke Brooks. I could be wrong. I haven't been paying much attention to him. Have you signed him. to manly? Yeah, Is but, that immediate? No, nah, that's for 24. Right, okay. So, you know, good signs for the Tigers. You're not, you know, shake it up. You've got nothing to lose. Dane Laurie's a gun. Like, he, he could be an X Factor. Nervous times ahead. Where do you end the match officials? Have a go. There's your beauty. Liam Kennedy, the head ref. I like him. He's a gun. Uh, Nick Morrill, Dave Munro, the touchies, and Chris Butler is in the corporate box upstairs. <laughs> Uh, they, do they even come to the game, the TV? Uh, I think the bunker is... Uh, in Sydney? Yeah, I think yeah, it's right. just a... That's not a portable thing? I think it's a hub. I, I wouldn't... put it um, in a suitcase and bring it with them? I wouldn't imagine. I could hope, be wrong. I hope Jitsa get it here. I, I, so where no. do we win this, Pete? What? How do we make this different result to the one that we don't talk about? Yeah, don't change what we've done the last couple of weeks up front into them. Like... Good meters, like even Jordy McLean watching them against South, like just he just trucks the seed forward. Like there was multiple times for an offload, but the calm, cool head. No, nah, I'll just take this to ground and and move it forward. Experience is showing for him, isn't it? It really is. I, that interchange bench is great. I'd like to see more minutes from Cooley Kefu. He only played about twelve against the Bunnies. Like I think he has a lot to lot to strike on with. Uh, you know, look from one to seven, we all know what the boys can do. I think. I'm looking at the the Tigers. Dream Ball is a bit of a live wire. So is Dane Laurie. Brennan Wakeham, he's not too bad, but I think our one to seven is so strong. So if, as long as our forward pack can uh, get over the top of the Tigers, like they've got some good players there. Stefano's an Origin player. So too's Clemmer. Papali, he's a rep player. John Bateman's in England. Like they've got some good forwards. That's right. I think that yeah, to to allow our backs to play, it's an old cliche, I know, but. We just win this in the arm wrestle. Yeah, we need to show up every play. Yep. And we we cannot take this lightly. The bookies have got us short, short favourites. They had a short in the round 12 as well. Yeah. So as long as we keep our momentum going um, and forget about the round that will not be named again, I reckon it's in the bag. Well, it's, you know, it's always, it's always a bit of a clash these lot. Like there has been blowouts, but... From both sides, for that matter. But there's also been a lot of enterprising play. Like, I mean, look at last year. It, it was meant to be a training run. Like, I had Cowboys 51+. plus. I invested a bit yeah. of money on that as well. And we scored in the first minute. Yep. And it was like, oh, we're away here. Yeah. And it was a, a touch of luck, a dodgy decision after the full-time siren that Valentine kicked a penalty goal to give us a win. Yeah. Swings and roundabouts though, right? How many of those have gone against us? True. Um, but yes, luck always helps. And are you heading to the game? I will be. I will be there. We've got a bit of a crew amassing for this one. Excellent. So yeah, I think there's uh, there's a few. There's my brother-in-law, Drew. He's up from Newcastle. 
and then a couple of um, other mates as well uh, that we're all friends with. Uh, Slady, he's down from far north Queensland. I think he's in Mariba. Uh, we got Johnny Crichton, shout out to him, friend of the show, uh, and a few others are there. And then I believe Trent Morgs and myself. You coming? Um, see how the weekend does. Yeah. Yeah. So it should be. Yeah. I'm, a few pre drinks and a lunch. I'm a little, little nervous just because of the history. Like I'm confident we can do it, mm. but I'm a little nervous. And when live at nervous games make me really anxious. <laughs> I don't. I don't think you can't go into a game not being nervous just quietly. Nerves are good. They are. They are. You're right. You're right. Nerves nerves are good. And, yeah, nothing is a given. Like, the NRL, no matter what year you're in, it is a solid comp. Like Particularly this year. This year is a roll of the dice, some of them. Absolutely it is. You know, it's – we don't turn up. We just – we rock up thinking that the game's already won. Yeah. We can have our pants pulled down. Absolutely. So yeah. you just got to do all those one percenters, completion rate, kick to your corners – Line defense, line speed, run forward, choke them out, and just the the blueprint against the bunnies was exactly that. Yep. Follow, Cop- follow that. Yeah. Control C, Control V. Minus a uh, <laughs> intercept pass. Thanks. Yeah. yeah. It sucks because thirty plus is only five fifty. So <laughs> you get some purchase. You got not all about punting, Pete. Sometimes it's not. Sometimes it is. In other news, though, moving forward. Cult hero and 2015 Premiership winning custodian Lachlan Coote has retired. It has been announced today that former Saint Lachlan Coote has retired from professional rugby league with immediate effect, ending an outstanding 15-year playing career in the sport. So that came out Thursday. So the yeah, it's not actually today. It came out on Thursday. Yeah, it came out Thursday. Yeah. yeah, sorry, but no, that's the article. Yes, I'm just clarifying the the. People at home. For those that may not be in the know. So it's medical advice following a series of concussions. Yeah, I heard something about that with him on that. What a legend for our club, though, hey? Well, he had 83 appearances for us, and which ended in the 18 season, uh, before confirming that he'd head to St. Helens. And, geez, he was a great player. Yep, definitely one of my favourites from that 2015 side and on and around. Like there was a, There was a stage there where... He, I think he was probably the second best New South Wales fullback in the comp. Yep. Behind, I think Tedesco at that stage. So, yeah, right. like he's he's a gun. He's won won a couple of titles with with Saints over there as well. So, well, wishing him all the best. I hope he's got a great retirement plan, playing some golf and and everything else. Some family time. Now, I've got a little uh, little favour to ask our listeners, Pete. Yes. When I was at Magic Round, the last few years I've been going, I've been playing Jersey Bingo. So elaborate to us what Jersey Bingo is. I try and find jerseys of every team on do you, somebody. Do you have a card at there at the game? Look, I have thought about it, but this year, it was the first year I took photos. So if it, the opportunity arose, I would ask the person for a photo, a little sneaky, uh, sneaky photo, paparazzi style. But I fell short. I missed two jerseys at Magic Round. Oh, what were the two? Adelaide Rams, I didn't see. Oh, that's going to be a tough one. However, someone came through with the goods for me at the Adelaide State of Origin. Shout out to Mr. and Mrs. McKellar, who I asked to have a look around for me. <laughs> and in their section was a guy wearing an Adelaide Rams jersey. So they sent me a photo was by, that, by their daughter, Kristen. So thanks for that. Was that the one that was um, bring back the Rams with the stickers and everything? Oh, I don't know about that. Um, and but the one that I'm now still looking for 
is the Hunter Mariners. So if any of you know someone that wears a Hunter Mariners shirt or have one in their cupboard, please take a photo for me around town wearing it and send it to the podcast, please, so I can complete my bingo card. And if you do have said jerseys, wear it to Magic Round next year. Heck yes. It was so good. So it's so many Newtown Jets, Chargers, Western Reds. Well, Crushes. Newtown are actually putting a bit in to go to Perth to be the 18th team. Yeah. Which would be interesting. I don't know. I think the Bears have been campaigning for so long. If I think there will be riots if the Bears aren't in, to be honest. I think there will be. Yeah. Oh, and again, there was loads of Bears. Also loads of bloke jerseys. A lot of bloke. Dan and Camp, he is building an empire there. Good for him. I actually saw him on the first day. Yeah, same. Same. Yeah. He was a little... When I saw him, it was about... oh. 20 minutes before kickoff of the Dogs Raiders game, and it definitely showed that he enjoyed himself at the Caxton prior. What else is the Caxton for? Uh, <laughs> great times. Oh, Actually, wild. With, with that, we got a couple of photos as well. Um, there was a bloke there that looked a bit like a friend of the show, Frog, just a fatter version. Okay. And so he got a photo of Club him. Frog. Yeah, got a photo of him with that. And I, I don't know. I think Morgan took it. He's kept all these photos to himself, the cheat. <laughs> and then there was another one that looked like a, a an overweight Josh Elmer. There you go. Yeah, but facial features. It's a new new kind of bingo we can add. Yeah, you can find <laughs> people that you, that you know. Doppelgangers. Uh, with the lack of people on the show tonight, oh, I hope I remember which one. We're doing it. We're bringing it back. I can't wait for this, Pete. Yep, yep. We're going back in time. We're bringing it back for one night only, maybe not only, but for whatever reason. So it has a bit of meaning, this one. We play the Tigers this weekend, right? We do. So I'm going to take you back on a little trip down memory lane. August 9th, there was a Saturday night, round 22, 2014. Our Cowboys, they took on a, a Tigers outfit. There's a few players in that side, but... Nonetheless, uh, it was live from 1300 Smile Stadium. We were coming off about three wins in a row at the time. So I built a bit of momentum leading into that 2014 final series in which we ended up getting bundled out by a bullshit forward knock-on rule, which we actually went back. But, hey, we digress. I was actually at the game uh, with my brother-in-law, I mentioned before, with uh, Drew and, again, a couple of his mates, uh, Johnny Crichton and, and Christian Slate. In what eventuated to be just an absolute bloodbath, it was magical night viewing to watch if you're a Cowboy fan. Uh, the night started poorly for the Tigers, though. Mitchell Moses, he stuffed up the kickoff like Cowboys kicked off, and he didn't take the ball. It went dead. Goal line dropout. And from then on, it was just one-way traffic. The Cowboys actually, Matt Wright on the wing, that's a trip down memory lane, Scored a hat-trick in the first 12 minutes. Yeah. Back to back to back. Uh, and then from there, we just ran in 12 tries. Uh, a hat-trick, like I said, to Matty Wright. Uh, the Stein, 12 tries. 12 tries, yeah. Get out. 12 tries. Actually, at one stage, the only thing keeping the Tigers in it was Thurston's boot. <laughs> he missed the first three conversions. Unheard of. <laughs> nah. Lucky them. Uh, the Stein, remember Winter? Stein, Tautai Moga and Big Tal Malolo, they all cross for a double with Lynette, Tarek Sims and Michael Morgan all crossing the strip. Wow. As, I, as I mentioned, the magician in the foam padded hat keeping the 
Tigers in it with only kicking eight from 12. Only eight from 12. Only eight from 12. A fun time was had by all. It was it was a really great night. Uh, my brother-in-law, I think, I, I remember him actually saying that uh, he's, a, he's a Tigers fan and as I quote, he at one stage had said, I'm actually not sad or disappointed now. I'm just absolutely angry and if any so-and-so... Give shit to me about the Tigers. I'm just going to punch him in the face. Like, it was, I think that was around the 50th minute too. It was just, and you'd know that I wasn't relenting either. So it was just. You, Pete. But it was oh, good because his other mates around, mate. yeah, his other mates around as well, they were into him too. So it was great. And as fate would have it, like I said, they're going to be back up here. Uh, he's coming up from Newcastle. Slate's coming down. I think he's Mariba, but far north Queensland. Yep. Uh, Johnny Crichton, he's, he's, in town here and a few of others and I think Morgs and Trent's going to come along to that. Excellent. There's nothing worse than travelling to see your team and getting and then being decimated. Uh, 2015, Mark and I drove to Brisbane, drove to watch the Broncos-Cowboys game in March and Cowboys just got annihilated. Oh, that was, yeah, that was and round I, three. I, we've yeah. driven 15 hours and I was there with, let's say Mark is a Broncos fan and uh, my best friend Michaela at She's a Broncos fan. It was so bad nobody was even making fun of me. That's how bad it was. Yeah. But at the end of the day, we got the last laugh for that, didn't we? We did. <laughs> we did. But yes, nothing. Why did you drive? Uh, we, d- we like to drive. Yeah. yeah. Stretch the legs on the V8 Commodore it was at the time. Yeah. Yeah. Plenty fun. of time to yeah. have car wheel travel. Yeah, absolutely. They're the best trips. Uh, road trips are the best. I love them. Yeah. So hopefully that's a little back in time that might come through. Can't count your chickens before you, before they hatch, but the fact that Drew was there then and he's going to be here now and the same, the same gang that was there that night will be there again in full voice and, yeah. Looking forward to it. He is hoping that the cows get the job done. Moving on into the tipping comp. Where did you go this week? I got four out of three, I think. Oh, four out of, yeah, four right, three wrong, four out yeah. of seven. I got five out of seven. Dropped the fish and the, you go. and the knights. Doesn't help when Morgan got six today, the bugger, but we'll get to that. <laughs> All right, Trax is on the ranch. He's leading the tipping comp. He has used all three jokers, so Perkins is stalking you. He's on 97, followed by Chatty Daddy 23, closely behind on 94 as well, using all three. Uh, Hail seven on ninety three in third spot. Send me an offer pistol. Well, what do you want? That's a really open ended offer yeah. there. Um, send you an offer for what? Uh, you know what? Private DM me and uh, come on the show. Uh, ninety two points for send me an offer pistol. Poor go cowboys. The wanker of wankers. Uh, ninety one. <laughs> Yes, and did, and it's Guy Love on 91, Fraud Dog 90, Get Your Tips Out 90, Twity 70 on 90. Jesus, the margin is the only thing keeping you guys apart here. And uh, Cody O'Hara on 10th spot in 89th position. It's kind of like the NRL ladder at the moment. It's three teams on 20 points, isn't it? Yeah, but there's there's a few that have had their three, their three buys yeah, as well. True. Like it's... It's poised for a cowboy takeover. Sorry, three. The top three are all on twenty-four. And in the Patreon tipping comp from one to ten, uh, we've got Traxes on the ranch leading that one as well. 
He's actually might have only used the two Jakers in that one. Oh, interesting. Because in the main one, he used his Jaker in round four, but he's only used Didn't two. Didn't check that box. Yeah. Either way, he's on 90, 93 in that one. Uh, get your tips out on 90. Uh, Village Missing an Idiot on third on 88. Ma'am Cunster on fourth on 86. Shout out Sammy Davis. Uh, Swiss Cowboy on fifth. Uh, Rion, 83. Hess and Dead and Guy Love, 82. Valentine Fly Homes on 81, Billy Woodhead on 80, and Magic Mike. Nicely done. Where are you sitting, Pete? In that Patreon one. You'll have to you'll have to get that one up for me. I think I'm uh, dead last. Girl, no, you're not. Um, you're 21 out of 22 on 64. Ooh, 64. And the person, so rubber the name is still tipping. So well done. But yes, as you alluded to before, Morgan is... Uh, 71 points, number 19. Yeah, he's also... 19! He's also in the main tipping comp. We're, we're the page two boys, though, that's, that's nice. Morgan TSV, 91 on 71, and I'm 97 on 64. I scroll up and I find Cat somewhere. Rob on the Ranch is uh, 14 in the on the Ranch one. Uh, right. And, and the Cat Climb Begins, which had a little recession, uh... Dropped to 12th, 79. Where are you on this? Uh, the are main you on, one? Are you on page one on the main one oh, now? Hold, please. Probably not. How does Rob do this every week? I, I have no idea. He's a trained professional. Yeah, um, I'm 59th, so I'm definitely page two. I can't even find Rob. Oh, great. He's on 70, he's 71st in that one. Right. Good quality quality radio there. Yeah, Sorry, team. I'm, I'm going back to using my phone for the tips. I can't... I, I, <laughs> You can tell I guide this one every week, don't you? You can see the tumbleweed. <laughs> no, I can't even get this back up now. So, How good's that? yeah, Rob on the Ranch is a 71st. And, um, yeah, you've already gone through Morgan, haven't you? Morgan TSV, 91st. Yeah, Morgie's out there. Very good. He's got an eight-point game, an eight point gap on me now, so. Pete, who have you tipped for this week? Well, funny you should mention that there, Catherine. Game one, Sharks versus Dragons at... Points Bet Stadium, Sharks $1.11, Dragons $6.50. There is just such a basket case hanging around that dragon side. Like, how surely. Bit of a cluster, hey? It's it's more of a cluster than, than a cluster could be. I'm actually going the dragons, though. <laughs> <laughs> and it's only because of the cowboy climb. Did you not learn from me last week? I'm going cowboy climb, man, and we need the sharks to drop a couple. I bucked the trend and I went dragons and it bit me in the ass big time. Really? So I will not be making that mistake again. No. How, what's your margin, sorry? I'm going dragons by four. Okay. I'm going sharks by 12. I think it's going to be a dominant win by the sharks. And i just looking up. They've sent me all this shit, not in the run sheet. They're like that. Amateurs, eh? Rob has gone sharks by six and Morgan sharks without a margin. Right. So then Friday the 30th, first up at 6pm, Warriors versus Rabbitohs at Mount Smart Stadium. Mount Smart. Warriors $1.70, the Bunnies $2.15. I am tipping the Warriors. As am I. Go the Waz. And so has Rob's and Morgs. They've gone the Waz as well. Danger game for the Warriors. Will the Rabbitohs bounce back? I am worried about that. Well, worried. I don't really care. I'd rather see the Warriors win, but uh, who knows? We will see. We will see. And then after that, 8pm at 
TBA. <laughs> TBA Stadium? <laughs> is uh, Storm versus Panthers. This is uh, TBA because... World Cup. Yeah, but they're actually playing that at Marvel with the roof closed, so oh. it'll be a dry track. Wow, there you go. So Storm Panthers, Storm $1.80, Panthers 2s. Oh, where's the ladder here? What climb helps me? While Pete looks at that, I've gone Panthers. I'm going Storm. There you go, okay. Oh, that, that's it. Uh, Doesn't really matter, but in regards to the climb, they're all yeah, they're log all jammed there. Yeah, they're all thereabouts. I'm going Storm at home. Right. Uh, Rob has gone Storm and so has Morgies. Very good. Saturday, 1st of July, Super Saturday. 3 p.m. Geo Stadium Raiders versus Titans in the suburb of Bruce Raiders dollar sixty seven Titans two dollars twenty. Who you got? I've gone Raiders. Do you think it's called Bruce because Bruce Highway goes near there? I, I don't. I don't. Okay. I, sure. You know what? That's exactly why it's called Bruce. That's awesome. Hundred percent why. Uh, Rob and Morgs have gone Raiders. I was torn on this one too. They're going to be riding high after. The win. Papali's out. Titans got up. I'm going tights. Yeah. I'm going oh, tights in an upset. But then you, if I had known that they were changing coaches, I might have changed my tip to them last week, okay? Maybe. Holbrook out. Maybe. Maybe. I don't think you would have. You would have dick ridden Broncos. Yeah, you're right. kidding. Because they are my second team. Yeah. Uh, it, like, there's a, quite a gap between one and two, but they are still number two. Uh, 5.30... At Queensland Country Bank Stadium, hopefully the future home of the women's state of origin. Needs to be. At Cowboys versus the Tigers. Pete. Cowboys dollar eighteen. Tigers four eighty five. Uh, no question. Cowboys. Yeah. Um, I've gone Cowboys also. Cowboys in uh, Fleetwood Mac. Stevie Nicks landslide. Uh, so is Robin Morgs. They've both gone the cows as well. Good work. Now the first of the Gabba games. Oh, Gabba. Broncos and Dolphins evicted from Suncorp Stadium because of the Women's Soccer World Cup. 7.35, Broncos take on the Dolphins. Where's the Lions playing this week? Might be away. Either way, Broncos, $1.25, Dolphins, fours. I've gone the fins. Fins up. Cowboy climb. Of course you have. Cowboy climb, fins up. I'm going Broncos. Of course you are. Uh, Robs and Morgs have both gone the Dirty Ponies as well. I'd like my TV to stay intact. Mark, Mark doesn't like losing. Oh, uh, does he? Does he throw anything? Yet? No, absolutely not. He's absolutely not that kind of person. It's just a bit of a joke. He's a very, very calm human being. Does he get salty after a loss? Hundred percent. Does he go lock himself outside and just drink a bottle of rum? No, no. He is the most one-eyed supporter ever. Like he's more one-eyed for the Broncos than you are for the Cowboys. I'm pretty two-eyed for the Cows. That actually. is a lie. That is not a lie. You lie like a rug. I've, I've come around. I actually see it from both both perspectives now. The narrator's, narrator's voice cuts in. He does not. He does. Moving right along. Poor old Mark. Oh, Marky Mark. Uh, Sunday, 2nd of July, we've got 2pm uh, at Accor Stadium. Accor. <laughs> Bulldogs versus the Knights. I've gone Knights. So I... they're $1.67 and doggies are oh, $1.220. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm going Knights. I... Oh, you know what? They were flat as shit against against Penrith, though. But dogs had nothing either in that last week. Who dogs play? Hold, please. Yes. <laughs> yep, that one. Sorry, my ladder only goes down to thirteenth here. Uh, I'm going. I'm going. Well, knights. Yeah, fourteenth. Knights are fourteenth, and Bulldogs are fifteenth. So knights. Yeah, I'm going knights. Yeah, I, I am too. And what are the what are the other absentees tip? 
Oh, sorry, they've gone, Rob's gone Knights and Morgan's Knights as well. All right, wrapping up this round, 4.05 p.m., Four Pines Park, Manly Seagulls take on the Roosters. Yeah, Manly, $1.85 at Brookvale and Roosters, $1.95. I'm going Manly, but I'm not fast in this. I think Manly are actually going to become quite the basket case with their off-field recruitment drives. Mm-hmm. But I just hate the Roosters so much that I want to see them keep sliding down the ladder. Solid selection choice. Mm. Uh, but I am tipping Roosters. Yeah, right. Uh, and the boys? Yeah, Rob's gone Manly and Morgs has gone the Chooks. Okay, and Para have the bye. Para do have the bye. Jeez, they're actually coming along, aren't they? They are. They're Where are they? Seventh. 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 Far out. And yeah. they've got a really healthy four and against. Don't they just... Plus 132. That's the second healthiest in the... Comp. Shit. But the big question. The big one. Subway, sauce with the best kick, habanero hot sauce or spicy mayo? I haven't tried the spicy mayo, but I have had the habanero hot sauce. It's really got on the steak and cheese melt. Good to know. I avoid those at all costs because spice does not like me and my face blows up like a bluefish if I have too much hot food. So I'm going to take your expert advice on that. I'm going to go the habanero. There you go. And if we submit that, what does it tell us? Nothing. <laughs> it's just Great. a popularity thing, hey? Great. Good. We'll let down. App. It's on the app. Let me do the app later. <laughs> well, tipping done. Tipping done. So you know what time it is. You know, you know. It's, that it's what we've all been asking for. That time of the evening, ladies and gentlemen, Pistols Multi brought to you by Fusion Networks. Foil the glitches in your switches. For networks without confusion, call Fusion Networks. Nice one. Nice one. See what happens when I can prepare? <laughs> not, not quite the ad-lib person. Uh, this is a very simple... It's not even a multi this week. This is what I call a statement bet. It's retribution... Cowboys by 51 plus at 91 to 1. 20 bucks on that's $1,820 return. Giddy up. Yep. I Love it. Scored points early, I don't know, 32, 36 nil at half time and right. just roll on with it. And are they going to get on the board at all? I hope not. Good. Hope not. Clean score sheet. Love it. If they do, as long as we have a margin of 51 plus, because I had that margin of 30 plus against Bunnies and that one try crueled it. Mm. All so, right. Fifty-one uh, plus. That's that is ambitious. Yep. But I love it because then it negates any it, hoodoo against. It takes it back. Absolutely. It takes it back from earlier in the year, and also people might be thinking fifty-one plus. Ah, oh, yeah. Okay. If you're doing that, surely you could have padded it with a few try scorers. No, because I don't need to put anyone in there, and in the first two minutes they go off with an ankle sprain and it avoids and the whole, avoids the whole lot. So, <laughs> Smart, I like yeah. it. So I'm just, that's the reason why I'm not padding this. Look at it's, you, you've hit 40 and you've become cautious, Pete. Yeah, who would have thought? Wow. Who would have thought? Love it. So just a 51 plus at 91s and that will do piggy. Love it. And yeah. moving on the playlist this week, we're, we're, coming, we're cutting through it tonight. The On The Ranch Volume 2 mixtape. Now you've edited the picture to this, haven't you? I, ha- I don't have the permission to do that, so we'll sort that out. Oh, right. um, and then we'll get the link up, not just a photo shot of what it looks like. <laughs> that would be grand. Uh, Pete. 
Do you want to kick it off? I'll kick it off. Yeah, you go, Pete. I've gone in line with Queensland winning the Origin on Wednesday night, the girls wrapping up Thursday night, the men's Aussie test team and women's test team getting the dub, the cows over, the buns getting the dub. It's just been a good week. So I've gone DJ Bravo champion. What a tune, Pete. (laughs) For those of you that don't know, tell us about DJ Bravo. Ah, well, he's a West Indian cricket player turned uh, part-time hip-hop artist. Side note, West Indies got knocked out and they won't be playing in the the one day's World Cup. Netherlands knocked them out in a super over. Really? Yep. Sorry. Side note there. Side note. Crazy. So, there you have it. The Windies are out. Out of the one day World Cup. That is news. They are just not blooding anyone over there. That whole board needs a looking at. Someone pointed out to me, they're a friend today, that their young athletes are going to the US for soccer, for baseball, for yeah. um, football. They're, you know, they're football. Anyway, it's, we digress. It's a shame because it's sort of, they were a powerhouse of cricket for a long time. And they have the T20 World Cup next week, next year. Yeah, and they've just, they turned a good product into a basket case. They did. Anyway, we've really digressed. Sorry about that. Um, my choice, I've gone with uh, Donovan Frankenrider. It don't matter. He's a... Hawaiian musician, so it's some nice, chill Hawaiian, easy listening. Steel drum sort of stuff. Nah, nah, like Jack Johnson-y kind of. Oh, yeah, yeah cool. Yeah, yeah, really cool song. Ben Harper, Jack Johnson sort of. Yeah, those vibes. Yeah, yeah, yeah cool. He, he was from a little island called Kauai, and it's just the most chilled out place. It's great. Perfect Malibu and pineapple juice on the patio on a Sunday Ave. Absolutely. Definitely Sunday Ave patio, patio music there. Awesome. Uh, Morgie, he has gone Jethro Still, Aqualung. I'm not familiar with this, Pete, are you? I am not, but it will be in the playlist and I'll be listening to it. And Rob, he he always picks pub rock anthems. Good on him. Banger, this one. I don't actually know if Rob's listened to any music post-2008. Hey, he was listening to Rail Motor the other day, he told me. Oh, well, there you go. Good so on him. So that's some new music he's been listening to. But yes, Rob has gone... At- Banger, ACDC, Back in Black. So, when I was watching the game, this song was playing a lot during that game, including the one time that they scored when Elias went over. Back in Black was playing, so I wonder if that's why it was in his head. Could be. Mm. Just like ruck infringements in my head. Ruck (laughs) infringement. Ding, ding. And the ding, ding (laughs) is a lovely way to bring this to a nice roundup of that was the Uh, playlist. Ring the bell, Apollo. (laughs) Ring the bell. Well, that seems like that's us for the week. It is. Yeah. It's been a good one. I've enjoyed it. It's been great. Thanks for having me. No, thanks for coming on board. This would have been quite quite difficult without your presence. This could have gone very out of hand with just us two left unsupervised, but I think we kept it it relatively tight. We did it. We didn't even have a drink. That's probably the. That's probably why. <laughs> probably why. Some H two O only. Uh, well, you can find us all at on the ranch NQ on Instagram. You can find Robert XR Bob on Twitter. Pistol at the on the spot Facebook page. That's me. Uh, yeah, I'll try and. I, I was actually going to do an origin video, but I just didn't. And I, I'm going to do one for Tigers. Believe uh, it when I see it. Yeah. Well, it'll it'll happen. Uh, Morgan Holmes Evans on the socials for Fusion Networks. Cats hats. <laughs> That's not exactly what it is. 
What's your platform? Um, so my hats are on Instagram at House of Gun. So House underscore of underscore Gun. Cool. So if you're coming up for the the winter races, the spring carnival, if you're needing a headpiece, hit up Cat. She does an absolute amazing job on all that. And you might even get fashions on the field if you can't back a couple of winners in the pen. Well, take whatever wins you can get. That's us. Thanks for coming in. Thanks for tuning. Have a good one. Go the Cowboys. Go the Cowboys. Night. Need your carpets or upholstery cleaned fast? Whether it's a spring clean, bond clean, or just wear and tear from the pets and kids, Be Clean NQ is your premier quality carpet, upholstery, rug, and mattress cleaning service. They'll go above and beyond to guarantee the best job at the best price. And they're 100% locally owned and operated. Have a chat to the busy bees at Be Clean NQ today. Go to beeclean.com.au. Because they're not happy until you are.